0: Hi, this is Samantha and welcome to the layman's doctor podcast where we're bringing medicine home On this podcast, it's just me I'm super used to having a guest But after doing a pod where I spoke about how I became the layman's doctor I really enjoyed just coming on here and having a conversation Just me and you I thought since I haven't recorded a pod in a long time Why not start it off on something fun? While I have some ideas about talking about topics that I find interesting or that I like talking about, I said, let's do something a little different, something that's that's not so serious. We've been talking about a lot of serious things as of late, especially because of COVID-19. So all the stuff that I've been coming out a lot lately has been related to COVID-19 about the treatment of medical Practitioners or healthcare workers about protecting healthcare workers, and it's a lot of heavy stuff, which is so important to talk about. Always important to talk about, and I will always lend my voice to that and preventing burnouts amongst ourselves and amongst other healthcare workers. Because why? It is so easy to just wake up one day and realize, say, you're done and you can't do nothing else. And I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing the tweets, especially from the young doctors, the interns now, where they have to struggle now. Or they have to, I think a better word is balance. They have to balance now with being new, learning, uh, on the job, but also the fact that it's during a pandemic, you know. You have persons who are being quarantined, who have to be tested. They're testing, they're seeing so many different types of illnesses so many different types of patients and a lot of them have added responsibilities because just because they're no a supplement to a team that's stretched so I'm a huge shout out to my interns or the interns you guys are doing amazing you know that you know that meme of uh, of chris Jenner where she has the camera and she's like you're doing amazing sweetie that's exactly how I feel about you guys. So, let's shout out to all the interns. Now, during quarantine time, I can't even call it quarantine time. During COVID time, where person's not really going out as much. They're staying at home. We're on Netflix. We're on whatever other streaming apps that exist. And we are binging, 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 binging shows. And one of the, some of the things that we might be binging are... Are medical shows right and I'm here to tell you that what you see on TV and what happens in real life from someone with firsthand experience it's not always the same and I don't really watch medical shows I used to watch house a lot when I was younger I just really loved that show I haven't watched it in forever I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy when I was in university at some point. I don't even know what season I'm at. I'm at the season where Christina is still in it. I've watched Scrubs a few times and The Good Doctor a few times, but all these medical shows basically have, they might have like, they might surround themselves around different types of people and different plots but they all try to show some representation of what it is like in medicine. Now, I'm a medical doctor, and I studied at the University of the West Indies, Mona Campus, which is in Jamaica. So just so that we're all on the same baseline, our medical school is five years. You have several ways of entering um, our medical system you can finish right after high school. So you've completed your CSEC and your CAPE. I can't remember uh, your ordinary levels or your O-levels and your A-levels and you can, you can go straight into university or what some persons may do, they may start a program such as something in sci-tech, Science and Technology, and eventually transfer over into medicine. Some persons also complete a first degree and then apply again to go into medicine. So we have several, several different avenues of entering medical school, which is similar, I believe, to some countries like the United Kingdom, um, possibly Australia. So Commonwealth countries, I believe. Not so sure about Canada, right? And a lot of the shows that we watch are more based on the American system. So I'm going to spend most of my time trying to compare those things. So for them, you have to finish a first degree. I think persons would do like pre-med. Some persons would do like biology, whatnot. And they have an examination, I think, called MCAT or whatnot. And then they apply again to medical school. So they do a four-year degree. And then medicine for them is four years. I uh, think two years of those is clinical, and then again, a major difference is what happens after medical school. So, after in the states, you finish medical school, generally you're expected to go into a residency program, and that's what that's where we see a lot of our characters. So in Grey's Anatomy, we're following a cohort of doctors who have just completed medical school. And have now started their residency program. So they, the ones that we're following, like Meredith and Christina, they're all within the surgical specialty. Right? We see a few obstetricians. Um, we see the ortho, we see a few orthopedic surgeons. You have the anesth, oh, wait, I can never say anis- anesthetics. The people, anesthesia, anesthetics, Anes. Anest- whoa! We see anes. It's so embarrassing. I can never pronounce that word. We see them as well. And who else do we see who are medical trained? I really can't remember. So, but it's very, very, very focused around surgical specialties. Even when they're in accidents and emergency, you it's not even like you're seeing accidents and emergency persons. You're seeing surgical people and that's just kind of weird because it's a whole different specialty. but anyways so they're expected to go into a program how that differs now for us is that after we complete medical school five years of medical school we do a one-year internship program No, we don't automatically go into any type of residency program. So our internship, we rotate through the four main general specialties, internal medicine. We rotate through general pediatrics or pediatric medicine. We rotate through general surgery and then obstetrics and gynecology. And the real aim of That internship period, in my opinion, is so that you can kind of get hands-on practical experience and solidify your knowledge or the skills that you've learned in medical school. And then it also gives you a great setup into being able to identify common uh, problems or common, common problems and common presentations so that you know when to refer or how to treat certain diseases and medical illnesses. After that period, after internship, you're a fully, fully licensed medical practitioner. You can opt to go off to private practice and be a general practitioner or you can opt to stay in the public system. Now we're still at this point unable to join a postgraduate degree because you have to complete your senior house officer Training this I just call it two years of internship because it's two years of basically rotating through different specialities and practicing and learning more or getting more experience. during the SHO period however you're able to go into more subspecialities so you don't you are not confined to medicine and pediatrics and Um, obstetrics and surgery at this point the only thing that you must do is primary health care and based on the need of your region some persons may not get that primary health care experience so at the senior house officer level what is happening is that you get to choose my specialties have been accidents and emergency which I've completed I'm now on orthopedics at the time of this recording, which is sometime in December. And then I'll move on to primary health care. There is a whole host of things you can choose from. You can do stuff like dermatology, pathology, radiology, ENT, plastics, uh, PED surge, stuff like that. You can choose to do your senior house officer um, year in various specialties and you don't have to feel confined i compare senior house officer year to year four of med school year four of med school is the best time you basically spend five weeks jumping around different specialties and getting in touch of everything you're doing derm you're doing ent you're doing psych you're doing all sorts of little specialties that don't necessarily fit under um medicine peds Obzangani and, UBS and, and Gen Surge. So those are the main differences. We have huge differences in how our schools are structured. And then it's only after completion of internship and SHO year that you can then apply for a postgraduate degree and then move into a residency program and where you become a first year resident and so on. A lot of persons won't necessarily jump into a program right after SHO year. What a lot of persons will do, especially if it's a hands-on service, is actually to work a few years, or I I don't even want to say a few years, work a year, two, maybe three in that specialty so that they can gain the practical skills, and then they're able to have both academic knowledge and hands-on knowledge once they've joined the program. If you want to know why, you have to speak with persons for in the program. I suppose some of them rather to have the hands-on experience. Uh, maybe where they're coming from, they will see a lot of cases that they might not see when they go to the university hospital or the various hospitals that they will rotate through. It just depends on each person's preference and what they want to do. And maybe they just want to, they just want to have that experience, you know. <laughs> maybe they want to work up and see it because when you're a resident, one thing you do get right is that when you're a resident, your pay is not fantastic. You know, it can be very hard to live on um, and it can be very hard to do the residency and have to take care of your life outside of that. But these are questions I can't answer. These are things I can only surmise and get from persons who I know who are in the program or wanting to join the program or who have completed the program. Those are the major difference academically, right? Another thing that I noticed in these shows that's so unrealistic is that they have, it's like they don't have other specialities. I'm going to reference Grace and After Me a lot because that's the, that's a really popular show and it's the one that I'm most familiar with. But you will see that the doctors are the ones that do the CT scans, that do the ultrasounds, that do the MRIs and all that stuff. And the truth is, that's, that's actually not how it works. So the hospital is divided into departments and we have your different teams and you're not expected to know how to do everything, right? So if your patient needs a CT scan done, They go to the radiology department and it is done and reviewed by the consultant radiologist or the radiologist that is there. And so you don't see a lot of that. I'm watching these shows and I'm wondering, "Mm, you know, that's really not your job. So that's something that you see them do a lot of. And... I think the closest it will go is maybe in accidents and emergency where those physicians can perform certain ultrasonography. So, but that's only for in the accents and emergency department. You know, it's not an official ultrasound that you can write down and say this is a diagnosis. There's no report written after it. I mean obstetricians can do or obstetricians will do their own ultrasonography as well but at the same time you can still get an obstetric ultrasound from or a gynecological ultrasound from an ultrasonographer from a radiologist and oftentimes they will send them they will send you as the patient to those persons to get it done so that's a complete complete misunderstanding it's an unfair or it's an incorrect representation where you're the doctor and you do everything, you know. I'm surprised that you don't see them running running the samples. No, in order for the healthcare system to work effectively and efficiently, you have to have your different departments that know their roles and perform their roles well. And that way, each member of the team is carrying their own weight For the benefit of the patient. That's how it has to be done. Once you have it lopsided, and once you have some, um, one part doing more than the other, or taking on roles that are really not theirs, it can cause breakdown in the teamwork and breakdown in the quality of care that you can give. You know, and it's just, I don't even think it's that breakdown, not only just breakdown in the quality of care that you can give. But also, it can cause undue stress and brings about burnouts and just um, the, this feeling that's why you're overworked, and you feel like you're doing everything yourself, whatnot. But yeah, in order for health teams to really run efficiently, it comes down to teamwork, something that we have to admit and practice and work towards and hold each other accountable and actually get things done so that's a nice segue into rapport and personal relationships and you know these are drama series it's gonna be dramatic you're going to have your very heated relationships where people don't like them one another or you're going to have you know your love interests and your love story because it's all drama it's 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 entertainment you're not gonna you're not gonna watch it like if it was a normal date half of the action that they see in a week you don't see in months and i worked in a and e some of the things that i saw like i mean on grace and i tell you they had a truck crash into them they had god forbid they had gunmen holding them up they had fire um people dying on planes there was just a lot of action. And that's really to keep your interest, your interest peaked. But as saying, we have been medicine that like, come on things are come on, and honestly, you end up seeing a lot of the same things every day. So when I'm in accidents and emergency, I'm seeing a lot of heart attacks, strokes, cut to finger, um, cut to foot, seizures. When I'm in orthopedics, I'm seeing a lot of gunshot wounds a lot of long bone fractures and long bones are like your thigh bone um your arm bones you're seeing a lot of these common things occasionally you'll see the weird and the wonderful but it's not it's not as common as they make it seem and drama is not as common so in terms of rapport and professionalism which are things that I'm really interested in um we see that We see that in different shows, for a lot of them, the the relationships or the lines are blurred for several members of the team. Like For example, in Grey's Anatomy, you see where a lot of them live together and friendships are formed and romantic relationships are formed. And the truth is, that is going to happen in any type of professional setting. You are going to make friends. I've made some wonderful friends having done my internship and working with some colleagues. You know, persons are going to meet their wives and their husbands and their boyfriends at work or, you know, at work adjacent settings. These things are normal. You know, these things do happen. They're just not going to happen at the level as they happen in these shows, right? I think also what a lot of these med school, a lot of these medical shows also talk about the kind of they use that dramatic side of medicine where there's ill treatment of juniors a lot. So how maybe how House talks to his juniors, you know, um, Christina not remembering the interns' names and. And, and, and naming them based off... I can't remember if it was letters or numbers. No, I think that a lot of these are reflections of how it is in real life, but they might just be more... They might be more dramatic. Because it's as I said, it's television. But yeah, I think what a lot of the shows do is they look at the reality of medicine And they they make it in a way that is good for TV, so they see what happens or they hear what happens to them because these they have their researchers. There was a book that I read by this English doctor, this doctor from the UK, who spoke about his experience working in the UK and just just the struggles of it and how it was being a junior in the system and really talking about his experience and his his how he felt burnt out and how it just at the end of it just wasn't worth it for him and then what he the work that he does now is being um a commentator being someone that they can go to an expert in the field for when they have shows and whatnot just so that they can get it as accurate as possible. But you also have to realize that they're going to balance these things with entertainment and getting stuff done. So show medical shows are very entertaining. So you'll see a lot of that. So the last topic I'm going to talk about because I have to leave it for last because it hurt me so much because you know, your watch sure? you're watching show and you feel like, yes, no, I'm gonna watch this, my doctor, no. Mano for do this, no. If somebody jumped right in front of me, Manoa for the no. Listen, you have to take all these things to the grain of salt. I remember watching these things when I was, before I was in med school, even when I was in med school, I was like, yes. Yes, this is so accurate. I know everything now. I can do all these. Things. No, 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 no. That's not how it <laughs> That is not how it works, trust me. You see how they do CPR, I encourage every single person to learn how to do CPR. What that is is cardiopulmonary resuscitation. If you're not a healthcare worker, you can learn another type of CPR as well that is specifically aimed for persons who are not in the medical field. You see the way how they do CPR, I see angry is anatomy where they take the thing and say shock. Incorrect. The way how they do um the way how they do chest compressions incorrect there's just so much that's wrong and what i don't want is that people will be watching these shows and thinking oh as this is how i see it done on graze anatomy this is how i see it done on house or this is how i see it done on scrubs no don't take your medical lessons from tv shows that are for entertainment because a lot of times these shows are not focused on the medicine they're focused on The relationships between the characters. They're focused on the characters' personal lives. They're focused on some form of tension that's happening. You know, it's rarely focused on medical proceed or it's It's rarely focused on the actual medical facts. That is what I'm trying to say. However, on the flip side to that, these shows generally have persons who gives them advice with medical things, and enough, 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 enough time. I had asked a question, and I know the answer because I saw it in a show on TV. Like I, I, I can't remember what the, I cannot remember what the medical illness was, but I saw something, and it reminded me of an episode of Grace, and that is what it was. So I have learned, because they, they they can't make up. Why go through all this trouble to make up medical illnesses? A lot of the illnesses that they use are real. And sometimes I use it as learning opportunities. I will Google them, and I will read them, and I will listen to them. And it's pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fun. But you have to take everything with a grain of salt. The shows that I like the most are the ones that will come up on... Is either discovery or not geo, you know, stories like untold stories of the ER or stuff like that. I love, love, love those kind of shows because I'm um, it brings you, it's more, even though the reenactments are lame, it really is more focused on the medicine, right? It is way more focused on the medicine, and you do learn from these in general many call shows no matter if it's the one that are just retelling stories of what happened to actual patients or their fiction stories they're all fun to watch all need to be taken with a grain of salt and for our specific culture they don't necessarily represent what happens and for many other places they don't they may not represent 100% How things happen because they're often conflated. I can't speak for all of them because sometimes some of them might be really good representations. I've heard a lot of good things about The Good Doctor because, you know, they're talking about representation for persons who might be on the spectrum. And these shows, I don't really... I I enjoy them. I like them. In general, I don't watch TV as much because once you watch one, you have to watch three more and four more. (sighs) You know when them say if you can't say no to something, just avoid it. I don't know if anybody says that, but me, I say it. I don't. I know my weaknesses and I know my vices. I know if I sit down, I can't watch one Grey's Anatomy video. It's either going to watch the whole season or I going to try, or I going to fall asleep trying. It doesn't make any sense. I hope this showed some insight comparing what happens here um to what happens in the shows. I think. I need to actually do a sit down and talk about med school in Jamaica and how to get in and different ways to get in. And that's coming up, but I haven't I haven't put out a pod in a while. I haven't recorded. I wanted to get back into the mojo of recording. So I'm going to say, you know, why not? Let me just sit down. Let me have a conversation with me. Have a conversation with you. Let's have a little chat. If you like this, please listen to my other podcast. You can like and subscribe to my podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this too as well as you're free to reach out to me you can dm me on twitter you can dm me on instagram you can send me an email or you can just message um visit my site thelaymansdoctor.com and send shoot me a message there reach out to me i really hope you enjoyed this episode tell me what you think what is your favorite medical drama and tell me what i missed are there some things that just are nothing like what happens in real life or happens to the t and also let me know what questions you have feel free to ask me some questions i'm really down for answering them i hope you enjoyed this podcast and i'll see you on the next one